I'm Nicole. I'm Marlena. And we are your failure ambassadors. Hello, everyone. I found out that we actually have seven listeners. It's up to ten now, I think. Oh, ten. Woo. We're playing in the big leagues now. Double digits. Woo. Here we go. I'm sure that number will decrease by the end of this episode. It's all right. We still appreciate all you listening out there. Of course. Of course. It was very exciting when it got released yesterday. For Marlena, she was going around texting a lot of people to listen to it, even though every time we went to listen back to it, both of us were cringing really bad. Yeah. I mean, I think the cringe element is still there. I just couldn't believe that we actually did it. Seeing it on Spotify was a real, like, wow, I can't believe we actually made this happen. And didn't procrastinate it. Or did we? And it just... Somehow it all worked out, despite its many failures in the beginning. Speaking of failure, Marlena has a fact for us. Yes, I figured we should include something interesting about failure. And then I tried to find something factual about failure. You're kind of met with a brick wall. It was a little bit more challenging than I thought. But according to the Pew Research Center, 35% of Americans state that terrible things happen just because life happens. And I think we can count failure in there. Can we? I think we can. I think most Americans would think that terrible things include failure. A failure of some kind, if we boiled it down. All right. So that's my fun failure fact of the week. Was it fun though? I thought it was fun. All right. Well, that's all that matters. It it is, because I'll be the only one listening. Whoa, you're going to discredit our 10 listeners like that? Yeah, I think they've already cut out. Maybe not my mom and dad. Hello to you both if you're still listening. So now that we've heard our fun failure fact of the week, let's jump into our weekly fails. Would you like to go first? I really don't, but I have a failure already lined up for this one. What was it? A few days ago, I broke my mirror. Which, what, is supposed to bring you seven years of bad luck? Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah, seven. I thought it might be more, but... Yeah, so I am now condemned to seven years of bad luck, as if I didn't already experience failure constantly. Yeah, seven years of bad luck. I broke my mirror, and it's not even a fun story. Like, nothing fun happened. Um, I was simply trying to block the doorway. Block the doorway? Why did you need to block the doorway? (sighs) I needed to block the doorway because you insisted on just leaving and running out through the snow and ice and I was worried. So I was like, don't leave yet. Walked straight into my mirror backwards. (laughs) And next thing you know, I hear like a crack and the mirror just split. It's shattered now. So now I don't have a mirror and I'm condemned to seven years of bad luck. She has a mirror. Let's not act like there is no mirror in your suite. Okay, there's the bathroom mirror. But let me tell you, as a person that has her own little quirks, Nicole can attest it already takes me like 20 minutes just to leave my apartment because I'm like forgetful. Now, like I used to like to make sure, you know, like you look at the mirror before you leave. You're like, I've got all my stuff. Not like running out without pants on. Now I'll get all ready, but now I don't have my mirror on my door before I leave. So I've got walk back to my bathroom and then back to the door to leave and that takes an extra five minutes so you should factor that into all these times I'm late now. Here's the problem. She is late not because it takes her long to get ready. She just won't get out of bed. That's not, I mean, yes, but no. Sometimes, you know, the motivation to get places on time is a struggle. Nicolda can't relate because she leaves for everything 15 minutes early. Not 15 minutes early. I just have an odd thing about being late. I'm not quite sure where it comes from, but I absolutely hate being late 
and getting there and then the time that the event meeting whatever is supposed to start i'm still waiting on the other person to show up we are on a college campus almost everybody is chronically late unless you're arriving to something with you and then you are 15 minutes early to the time the event is supposed to start and 10 minutes early before anybody gets there it's professional and nice you're there you get situated you're not running in late and everyone's staring at you that rarely happens because everybody else is late too that doesn't make it okay i'm not saying that your need to be early to everything is a bad thing I'm just saying sometimes we could turn it off. Like when we're going to dinner as a group of friends, we don't need to be five minutes early. Well, we don't need to leave at the time that we said we'd meet. There's a bit of discrepancy there. What do you mean? I think it's a fluctuating number. That is so not true. Our friend Abby, we often have dinner with and some days like we're early and we're waiting on Abby and Marlena will be like, where is she? And it's the time that we're supposed to meet. That is not because of the time discrepancy. That's because I'm hangry. Fair enough. Okay. All right. Well, now that we've digressed, what's your weekly fail, Nicole? That is a good question. Okay. So my weekly fail has to do with actually editing our episode one. I sat down to edit that about double the amount of times that it took to film that, record that, sorry. I was having problems with our levels. You could not hear us. And then I amped it up too much that Marlena was basically shouting in your ear. And then I was editing on one computer that was really nice and I went to save it and it said I couldn't save it. And I was struggling for about 15 minutes, um, angrily yelling at the computer basically. I did witness that and can confirm that was definitely true. Yeah, but here's the thing about her witnessing it. She was like, are you ready to go yet? I was, I was so done. We had spent like two hours in this computer lab and she's like, it won't save. Why can't I get it to save? And I was like, it's nine o'clock. I want to go to bed. (laughs) Yeah. I could have been a better friend in that moment. I mean, I still am not entirely happy with how episode one came out sound-wise, but I mean, the editing was there, I think, for the most part. (laughs) If you had listened to the original, you'd be amazed at how far episode one was fixed by editing. That is true. I actually took two of our separate recordings and took clips from one of them and inserted them into the main one that we used and uploaded. And I hope you can't tell, but... But in case you can, we're chalking that up to failure. Yeah, and you know, that's what this is all about, so... Exactly, it's representative. I think we've both had pretty good weekly fails. Yeah. Who knows what next week will bring because it's going to be spring break and Marlena goes back to her job working at the hospital. Yeah, I love my job, but it does come with some epic fails, so I'm a little scared. Yeah, I won't be able to compete with the stories that she's about to bring from that, but I will do my best. Let's actually knock on wood and hope that it's not that bad. But where's the fun in that? You're not supposed to wish failure on me, Nicole. Hmm. I guess you're right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see, this is how it goes. Why don't we get into what we're going to talk about today? Yeah, we've actually prepared for this one. Can you tell? (laughs) (laughs) I say that, but I don't know how much we've actually prepared. So let's go. Let's dive right in. What are we talking about this week, Nicole? We are talking about academic failures, which actually it was supposed to be another topic, but our guest 
got sick with bronchitis and cannot speak right now. Yeah, shout out to Susanna. We hope you're feeling better and we can't wait for you to join us hopefully soon. Okay, so on to our academic failures. Marlena, would you like to start? Because you're the one who suggested this topic. Yes, the first place that I think I really learned how to handle failure and confront failure was actually an academic failure. When I was in high school, I took AP Calculus. I took that too. That's a rough course. I learned nothing. Um, I did not like my high school teacher for calculus, but I don't think she liked me either, so it all worked out. Up until that point, I was pretty invested in getting good grades and into my academic success. And then calculus hit, and I was struggling. And it was definitely one of the first places that I learned to recognize failure as a learning opportunity and a place to grow from rather than just rejection. Rejection from the academic validation of doing well. I know you can speak to that. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to that AP calculus high school class that prepared me not in the way I thought because I did not learn any calculus from it, but I did learn how to fail and how to realize that failure is not the end of the world. And that has set me up for success, I think, here in college, because instead of analyzing every grade and stressing out over certain assignments, it's like recognizing what to prioritize in life and that sometimes failure is okay in the academic sphere. Wow, how profound. You have to when you're trying to rationalize your failures. Yeah, a lot of mine, or pretty much all of mine, come from college. Not to say that high school was a breeze. It's that high school, I was responsible, like me, myself, and I. And in college, in the business school, it is all group work. I get why. Because, you know, business world, you get put in teams, you have to learn how to be a part of a team, and relying on other people, it's not that, like, I have a problem with it in my daily life. It's just, I, like you, I value my grades very highly, and putting that in the hands of some other 20-year-old, it's just really hard. In the sciences, we don't do as much group work. I would say, or if we do group assignments, it's often like with an individual grade. It's a lot better than what you just described. I'd say we've got some difficult content that we work through, but definitely not the difficulty with the group projects as much. Ooh, what's that like? So last semester I was in a class and it was comprised of about four grades, attendance, midterm, final, and this group project. The problem was that Where were we? We were at a basketball game, no? Are you speaking on my failure right now? I am speaking on your failure. I'm telling the audience what the outside perspective was. I'm setting the scene for you to tell them about your failure. Because I was there. Okay, go ahead. We're sitting at a basketball game. This assignment is mostly done just with a few few touches. Maybe whole parts completed by other group members that still needed done. There was, what, an hour and a half on the clock till it needed to be submitted. And we're there watching this basketball game. And I don't think Nicole has mentioned this in our first one, but Nicole somewhat loves basketball. And normally she's invested in the game. So invested that she's screaming, she's yelling, her jewelry is flying. I don't yell that much. She does. That was just when the refs were really bad. She still yells. She's still invested. That's my point that I'm making. I grew up with it. And I grew up playing it. I want, I want everyone to know that. So she's invested. But this whole time we're sitting there, 
and I know nothing about basketball. I'm doing my best to follow along. She is sitting there reloading this document on her phone to see if all her group members have done her part. Her leg is shaking the bleachers. She's reloading, reloading, calling other group members. She's running out of the auditorium, auditorium, gymnasium. Just say gym. She's running out of the gym. She's coming back in, reloading this document. And that is the scene that I'm going to leave you with. Like I said, I have a problem with being late. And it doesn't transfer over to my assignments in the sense that I don't need things due like two days before because I still am a procrastinator, but I have a huge thing about getting things in on time. Like if it's due at 11.59, I personally cut myself off from doing schoolwork at like 10, if not earlier. Way earlier. I know she just said she's not about doing assignments way before they're due, which means like she doesn't care about other people doing them way before they're due. But what, you're like three weeks out on your assignments in another class. That was last semester. Which like... I'm just saying, you've got high standards in the academic department side. I just, for some reason, seeing like on Canvas that late little bubble in all caps and red gives me so much anxiety. The thing going on in my head is like, why didn't you get this done? Now it's late. Now you're getting points off and you lost those points that you're probably, and you're probably going to lose even more because the assignment's not perfect. So you just massively set yourself up for failure. That's just like what's going on in my head, which I can't control. So we're at this basketball game and it wasn't an hour. It was due in a half hour. And I was like, it has to be done. Like they have to know that we don't want this to be late. This is 25% of our grade. And it was only a seven week course. And I was freaking out, as Marlena said. Yeah, high key freaking out. Because that would be the first assignment that I was ever a part of that was submitted late in my college time. The time that it was due came and I was still at this basketball game and it had not been submitted. And I ran to the bathroom, just like shaking with like, I don't, I couldn't even tell you if it was anger, frustration, sadness, disappointment, disappointment, all of the above. And about five minutes go by past the time that this document was due and one of my team members submitted it. And I was so confused because they were like, no, we're not even close to being done, yada, yada, yada. And then they submit it five minutes after the time that it was supposed to be turned in. And I was furious because I know they probably could have written a lot. In my mind, I was like, this makes no sense. They couldn't have done this earlier. Like, yeah, I would say that that failure was a hard pill to swallow for you. There was a one track mindset because I think flashing all around it was just this idea of failure. And I mean, it was failure in like bright red flashing lights an academic failure for, I think, people who care is a lot. Yeah, especially because it was like the first one, junior year of college, losing my mind in the middle of a basketball game. (laughs) I think it was definitely an opportunity to learn. I'd really like to say that I've totally learned from that experience and I've improved upon my reactions and I am a new person now because of it. But I still get really anxious for group things. The due date, the time it's due is getting closer and closer. I still get really anxious. But I do think going through that first one, what a milestone that was. (laughs) (laughs) It really set the bar high. I do think that 
the next time that this happens, because I do foresee this happening again, I definitely will handle myself better, hopefully. Let's all cross our fingers for Nicole's future group partners. I know that made me sound like a really bad person, like the stuff that was going on in my mind, but it truly was like so devastating to me. And I know it's like, it was a grade, but I really value my academics, even though, you know, I am in the business school, as Marlena likes to joke. Listen, I'm sorry, there's a rivalry. But I do, I do highly value my academics. And that was just like such a disappointment to me because honestly, I felt like it was on me. Like, I should have taken more of the project. Yeah, I think there were a lot of thoughts going through your head at that moment, combined with, like, all of those emotions all being expressed simultaneously. And I would say, as a person watching the... Explosion? Impending explosion of everything happening. I think that's something that's not talked about a lot, too. It's not only, like, facing your own failure is difficult, but watching other people experience such intense failure in their, like, in their minds in their surroundings, in their environment, can also be really interesting. She says that all the time about me. That's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't even like academically we failed that project. We actually did get an A on the project. It was just such a failure to me. I mean, that was kind of heavy. I'm sorry. We really decided that the first episode should be hopefully a lot of laughs. I don't know if you were laughing at it or not, listeners. Um, these are really important to us, I think. I think both of us really value our academic careers. And so these failures, when you face them, it's such a monster and like a beast to get through and understand. I mean, Marlena, you just talked about yours and you're like, I've grown. It was so much well, better. <laughs> yours happened three, four months ago. Mine happened four years ago, five. So the difference in four and a half years. And yours also was a very like specific situation. Mine was a whole year. (laughs) I mean, I was in calculus the whole year and that's a long time to like stare failure in the face and really like question if what you're gonna do is gonna be the right thing. Because for me at the time I was deciding where do I wanna go to college? What do I wanna major in? It's like, if I'm failing at this, do I still have a chance somewhere Mm. else? We didn't really mean for this episode to be so heavy, but like we said, these are huge failures to us. They're pretty big. Don't worry, not all of our episodes are going to be Debbie Downers like this one was. Negative Nancy. That's what my mom used to say all the time to me. And specifically when I was going through calculus. We really promise that the rest of our episodes will not be so... They might, but they're going to have something better. More fun. Like something funny. I think once we start to get some guests, you'll start to see more of the lighthearted side of things. But we wanted to come out of the gate swinging, you know? And I think we did that. Yeah. The only other time I can really talk about failure, or I guess I should say what I learned from it, since I became so accustomed to failure, or what felt like failure to me in my calculus course... You tend to like walk into situations that are similar with the same sense that you're going to fail. And so when I sat down in my physics two classroom during college, it was the same kind of feeling. It was like anticipating failure that hadn't happened yet. And then it did. Uh, The first physics quiz really... Oh, I remember that. Yeah, made me question it again. I was so anxious during this quiz that I couldn't concentrate, couldn't focus. I thought I was going to fail and I did fail. But the next one, I'm pretty sure you got 100 on. I did. I ended up doing well in the course. And so I think once you experience failure the first time, it like spins you on your head. The next time you encounter failure, you've got a quicker recovery time. Here's hoping. Yeah, we'll cross our fingers.
It's like failure is just like one, when there's lots of failure in your life and it's just one jump to another, your recovery time tends to increase. And I think that's helpful. It doesn't mean that it's success. I think that's something people are always like, well, your failure turns into success. Not always. Not every failure leads to success. And that's okay. Exactly. We're likely still going to graduate. <laughs> well, Marlena is on track to graduate in this May. I'm not jinxing it. I said on track. Yeah, hopefully we, we get there. I mean, I'm on track to graduate next May. So we're going to get there. <laughs> yeah, with lots of more failure. That we probably won't share. <laughs> Just because Marlena won't be on campus. I'm sure I could come locked and loaded with lots of other failures to talk about. Well, that is it for this episode. I hope you don't think I am a terrible person now that I've shared all those really frustrating thoughts. I think it's real. It happens. As 35% of Americans say, it's inevitable. Look at me making that fun fact connection for you all about failure. Look at you go. That is going to be a daily thing for her. I'm going to brag about this. Brag about what? This beautiful incorporation that I just made. Thanks for listening if you've listened so far. So yeah, thank you for the two of you that are still listening, because I know this was a longer one than before, and probably more depressing. So much more depressing. And by those two people, we mean editing Nicole and future Marlena. So to wrap this episode up, from taking the L to looking on the bright side, tune in next week for hopefully something happier. Definitely something happier. We can only hope. <laughs>